fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. What's up, everybody? It's Saturday, November 26, 2011, episode 98 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. Hi, Ian. Hello. Oh. Hi, yes, Ian. Yes, my name is Ian. This is episode 98. Hello. How yes. are you? We got two, two more. more. Well, we have a show, and then we're going to give something away, right? That's absolutely Do we have any suggestions? Uh, yeah. Anybody say they want a flashlight really. or a they vaporizer? Or? Pretty much whatever. 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 I don't God, expect... now you sound like my girlfriend. I, I don't know. care. Something. Just whatever. How about That's do lame. me the biggest if, if, favor If I don't get world. any suggestions, then, I, you He's know... He's just going to give me a volcano, so you guys better not <laughs> let that happen. Nobody I mean. else is going to... Because whatever includes nothing. Yeah, that's... We so. gave you absolutely nothing! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Happy 100th episode. How, how do you think we should pick out the winner? Uh, randomly, you can... I think they should have to be in the... You have to be present to win. Yeah, we could say that. Present to win Present in the chat room. Or in, sure. I thought you meant like right here. No, no, no. Mike no. In the chat room, you know, Justin right. Fan could win. So Whatever. we can actually do the drawing <laughs> during right in the chat room. No, that's what I'm saying. And right. so like, you know what I mean? Whoever's, so say, whoever's right, in on, there. On the count of three, you just type but, the word yes I mean, and how I'll many, pick we one have, of you. We have a lot more listeners that just listen throughout the week though, right? Right. Some people don't listen live at all ever. Like, I don't think I listen live to any podcasts I listen to. And I listen to like 30 of them. <laughs> Ian, I listen to over 30 podcasts. Really? Let me tell you about my day. <laughs> really? Uh, I haven't. I don't listen to any podcast. I think like thirty six feeds update every morning. And the Hotbox is the only podcast I've ever listened to. Really, just ever. to like hear yourself for a minute and be like, "All right, sounds good." Well, like you know, I, I listen to my account of what happened, but like I can't stand my nasally voice, and so sure. like I, I skip through it, listen to little bits Some and pieces. Some people listen then... to shows on double speed so they can listen to more content. And, like, I just imagine what that would have... Yeah, right? Like, welcome to Alvin and the Chipmunks, version of the Hotbox, episode 98. <laughs> the more stone you get, the slower you have to play things back. Yeah. Welcome to the Hotbox. <laughs> you guys box. can give us call, 406-204-4687. Watch these shows live at hotboxpodcast.com slash live. And how would you know that the show was live? Well, you'd follow the Twitter or the Facebook page. Duh. So we'll have to... This isn't cranberry juice. What is that? I don't know. It's gross. <laughs> is it blood? <laughs> it's, it's like blood. cran apple cherry right. juice. I'm I'll sorry deal for with that. it. I'm sorry. Um, what? Uh, We're on we'll Stitcher. To... What? We're on Stitcher, so it... people don't even have to download. They can just go to this app on their BlackBerry, Android, iPhone, or WebOS, and they can just click an episode <laughs> and it plays. I think that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> I had a anyway. I had a patient come in and and said that they were looking forward to seeing you again because they had problems with their phone. Me? Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and tech the, support. Yeah, and the guy at Verizon couldn't help him. Sure, and then he, and then he sure. was telling me that you were at a Verizon store like <laughs> one time, just, just schooling the dude. And <laughs> and I related with that because when I went and got my smartphone, like I'm not, I you know I've never had. This is my first. Is it smartphone. too much to ask to know that the people that work there actually know a thing or two? Right. Like, I well, feel, my questions yeah. were about the camera and the and the sure. editing, like the the picture editing software, because I you know I have a. a photography background and so i was like asking questions about like the processor in the camera and 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 the guy was like well what about angry birds and i was like <laughs> uh 
Bro, well. I, am, I am never going to install Angry Birds on my phone as a statement. <laughs> but let's get back to the camera. And oh, he's like, man. oh, okay, well, it takes really nice pictures. And I'm like, I know, but... You Let know, me how- read the box for you now. <laughs> right. And I was like, well, what about contrast ratios? You know, like darks to lights. Does, huh? it, you know, does it add noise very often? Huh? You know, like how... Exactly. Noise? You want to talk about the music player? Yeah. Come on, let me yeah, get the box. Exactly. Let me read the box. Dude. And, you know, so eventually my girlfriend hits my arm and's like, this guy doesn't... Because he, he honestly brought up Angry Birds like Honey. three times. And I was like, <laughs> Let Daddy whatever, work. I'll just buy the phone and if I don't like it, it's your ass. And right. the guy's eyes got all big like, well, I, you, uh, uh, and I was like, forget mm. about it. What about Angry Birds? Mm-hmm. I think, fucking... What about my boot in your... It's it's right. it's sad, and you get the same thing at like Best Buys. You get the same thing at Staples, and it, I think I do it because I have this eternal grudge. Because when I needed a job before I got the one I currently have, I <laughs> I applied at all those places, and I know stuff. I know all sorts of dumb stuff, and every time I like couldn't pass the online like I gr- agree, I strongly agree disagree and like i did it i took it truthfully and i failed i lied and i failed and i randomly took it and i failed i like couldn't get past that so you would be i every think time you would I go kill there, it like, well Ugh. best buy doesn't do uh, uh commission but like no i think with your technological knowledge like you would be one of those salespeople that i get people excited about stuff and be like and then you know what else you need to make <laughs> that really work good like it's so easy exactly it's, well it's like rust it's like serving people you that, just got to know how to that that applies in the dispensaries as well, you know. You, For sure, you always have somebody that comes in that thinks that they're Mister Connoisseur Weed Man. You know, like they know everything that there is to know about cannabis and growing weed. That when they come into your shop, I think, and this happens on occasion too, where people will come in and I think they just want to flex their cannabis muscle when they come right, in and say, right. "Oh, look, check out what I grew," and they pull this bag of hippie grass out, <laughs> and it's like, oh. Cool, it's wet. Bro. Sometimes it's all about mold? just having a different conversation than what you usually get. But those people, they, they don't think about things like that. They're so focused on one thing, and that's right. like, look at this. And then you're know, <laughs> like, well, you should have let that probably dry for a minute, but <laughs> or finish you know. out flush. Sure. Uh, and is that mold? I, you know, that looks like smells like mold. Mm. No, man, those are dank crystals. Dank. Oh. Well, you got one thing right. <laughs> yeah, dank is in wet, as in moldy <laughs> uh, <laughs> um that i i i encounter that quite how frequently. how's work been since you've been open we, it's been it, a week since we last talked to people on episode 97.5 the full-on interview right Have you gotten good feedback on that you know what i've actually done is i i printed out this thing with little uh tear-off stubs that have the hot boxes sure. website on there because it after says if you would like to hear anything about the raid perfect. please look this up after things like that happen it's you having to tell your story over and over and the and same over. people will come in and ask again well because you what's know new? they're telling people and you oh, know yeah. each different person they tell has a little different version of the story than what probably really happened the funniest thing is the what what people have heard down right, the grapevine right, 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 right yeah somebody I came in as we're closed or arrested well, we were the first ian was days. arrested and he's in jail and no, and ian's right here you know so box. somebody would, comes running into the dispensary like oh my god Oh, you're here. Oh, you're open? Well... Oh, you have more than four jars. Oh, uh, I heard you were in jail. It's like, oh, God. You got misinformation. You you must have talked to my uncle who (laughs) disinvited me to Thanksgiving. Did you get, like, completely... Because if you guys have listened, that's the guy... Yep. You've told the story about him, and he he doesn't agree with... He's the guy that thinks... 
uh, meth and cocaine are safer than Schedule One drugs. So methamphetamine and cocaine because so did he like disown you? Well. I when mean, this happened, the, the day before Thanksgiving, um, where my family was going to go have dinner, and, and not my immediate family, but my grandparents and all my other right. relatives, we're going to go to his house for Thanksgiving, and I get this phone call on Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever day. But he, and the only thing he said on the phone was, "I just wanted to make sure that you knew you are not welcome out here." Click. Wow. Didn't even give me time like, to respond. Did, did Grandma and Grandpa tell you to say that? Or <laughs> yeah, you like, that on your own, like a big boy. What the. F- Fuck. Not wow. that not that I would have gone out there anyway, just because I don't really like them either. And you know like, he would just want to start. Oh God. Yeah. yeah, you have to uh, um, choose it, your battles. It, it seems like, you know, I, I took uh, my girlfriend and her mother out to dinner, and it was so funny because as we're walking up to the restaurant, my girlfriend's, just so you know, I told my mother that drugs are off limits tonight. Like you can no, we can't like, talk hey, about thanks, drugs, honey. And pre- it's like that's actually that. one of the best things that that's awesome because that was after we got raided, and like that's it feels like that's I don't all. Wanna have to tell her to listen to the show, it's gonna be <laughs> right? Like I don't want to talk about it, you yeah. Know, right. Or like, but you know, I, I have had this cough for like two weeks. You know, it's like a phlegmy, whatever kind of sure. sicky cough, and so I kind of coughed at the table, and she's like, "You need to smoke less." Uh, and I looked at my girlfriend and looked uh, at yeah, and I looked at her, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like, I, first of all, I don't even smoke that much to begin with. Well, I do smoke cigarettes, but I didn't want to go there. But right. it was like, and hey, I. Oh, I'll die of cancer one day, and it'll be terrible. I'll <laughs> yeah. get mine. Yeah, for you right can now. you can send me a get well card now if you'd like. But <laughs> keep the I told you so. Right. Um, uh, the other thing about I, I think that everybody w- coming in and and just I, I think it's kind of exciting and it's it's interesting to some people, especially like people like dropping in through the ceilings and like getting their bag and dropping some money and then disappearing again because yeah. they're afraid or. or or people are starting to whisper in my shop. Are you serious? Can I get a quarter? And yes. it's like, yeah, you sure yeah. can. What would you like a quarter <laughs> of? And you can, yeah, exactly. Here come the feds swinging in through the windows. Right. Like, you guys, they didn't find what they were looking for. Pot clearly wasn't what they were looking for. So, Or we weren't who they were looking for either. You know, and the more I think about it, and this might be kind of conceited or self-centered, but... It really sucked to I, I the the worst part about the whole thing is that they didn't know who I was. And I know that, that sounds hurts, like right? my ego is should be is like won't fit through the door or something, but the point is is you come into a business and raid them but you don't even know who works there? I feel like you feel that you got gypped as a taxpayer that these officers came in to conduct this elaborate raid and they had no idea who they were raiding. No they investigation. It was the business 10, 12 months prior to that hasn't even had anything to do with the shop for the last 12, 10 months. Correct. You know? And that's, that's insulting. Cause it, exactly. I, I mean, like, like do your serve. If they would have come in and been like, Mr. Baker, get on the ground. I would have been like, Oh shit. Like they know who I am. But exactly. the fact that they were like, who are you? was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. That's okay. Mr. DEA agent. But here's the deal. Like if you don't know who I am, then you don't really know anything about this place or us or anything. So, Good luck with your investigation, which started when they came through the door. Right. Which, whatever. I'm just really glad, I guess, all in all. I was, didn't study for all my math tests either. <laughs> I, yeah. Did. Yeah. I mean, all in all, it was. It, it honestly wasn't like that big of a negative experience. Like, it was, they were all very nice and polite, and, and after they figured that there wasn't other things there. Right. They were all very nice, and, I you know. I feel like you seized that time to really show them that, hey, this isn't the stereotypical 
Absolutely. And the fair. fact that I offered up financial records and receipts and I was like, I, I, I can show Helping you why. Them put them in their brief. They're like, we don't need that. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if I mentioned, but like, the, the did I mention the U-Haul truck on the interview? Uh, I don't, I don't know. So they, they, they had a U-Haul truck and it was so funny because everything they took out of the shop fit in two Tupperware totes. And like, you know, it nice. would have fit in the back of a Porsche, right. let alone a U-Haul truck. Like, I don't know what they were expecting to haul out of our shop. But it all fit in two Tupperware totes. And it was like, okay, well. And it was so funny watching them load these two boxes into the back of this U-Haul. Like, like, job well done. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm glad you went and rented a U-Haul for this. Yeah, yeah. Are what you kidding expecting? me? Couldn't you just put it in the cop car? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't know what you're expecting. I didn't either. But, um, yeah, kind of exciting. So, other than that, uh, you know, people are uh, – uh, things have slowed down. Um, I have to give props to another dispensary in town. Um, uh, I hope he doesn't mind me saying his name, but David Sandry is, is, is a great guy. Um, he actually called me and told me that a few of our patients had switched over to his dispensary because sure. we were closed for two days. And, and, and as a fellow member of the Montana Cannabis Industry Association, he called me to inform me that, you know, a couple people had switched over to him and, right. and that he didn't, he wasn't trying to steal my patients. Sure. Awesome. Thank you. That's great for the heads up. But, you know, I'm going to return the favor and say I don't really care. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Like, if they came down to your shop, more power to you, bro. That's six, seven, whatever, however more, more people that you can service. Like, that's yeah. that's totally your thing. And it's totally up to the patient to decide on where they go to get their cannabis. Right. It's kind of a pain because you got to change this paperwork. But, hey, they are they can do it if they so choose. Absolutely. So, um, props to... Is that cool for the heads up, though? Or does it matter in the long run? Like, it doesn't really matter, right? What do you mean? Is, is it a nice... An unspoken part of etiquette to say, I'm not trying to be like nanny, nanny, boo, boo, but FYI, adjust your records. These people are now my patients. Like, is it, is that normal? No. Okay. Absolutely not. A lot of dispensaries, and that's why dispensaries are like offering a free quarter to sign up is so that they would like, you know, like compile all these patients into their business. And then get on the FBI radar and then get raided. (laughs) Like, all right. Right. And so, you know, I've I've never really given away anything as a sign up bonus or anything. You know, I've always always felt that consistent. Variety was good enough, you know, like I I don't really feel like giving shit away for free because you have leechers that will get a free bag and then go sign up somewhere else and get another free bag. Do people really do that? Oh, you have no idea how much that's abused. I would rather not have to fill out that paperwork and just go buy an eighth or whatever. They're not giving away like ounces or anything. It's like quarters. Really? Quarters. They were giving away quarters. And there's a couple different shops. And so here's what was happening is that somebody would go sign up at a shop, get their free quarter. And then if their friend signs up, they both. Get a free I'll take quarter. that quarter and then I'll sell it and then I'll get two quarters and then I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then so Dimes they'd have their buddy mix. come and sign up and then so dude would actually get a half ounce for free. Their buddy would get a free quarter and then they'd go sign up somewhere else right. and get more free It's like free the herb. whole BMG CD scam all over Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Right. The other thing that's happened too is, is uh, you know, uh, somebody will switch providers if they owe them like 20 bucks. Really? They'll go to a different shop over $20. And it's like, oh, man, like, I don't really want you. Again, $20, I'd rather just not do the paperwork. But right? I, you know, like, send all the... I maybe mean, it's, it's a pride thing. I don't know. Like, I owe you money, so I don't want to... I don't want you to see my poor face. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> Is it? It's, is it, it is pretty cool. Like because of the Montana Cannabis Industry Association, I think it's kind of unique that um, business owners will call other business owners to say, "Hey, buddy, 
how's it going? I just wanted to, you know, warn you that this person's a sack of shit or, you know, like, <laughs> it's really cool because... I didn't want to post this all over Facebook, my dears. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that... And it's so funny, too, because it's happened a few times where I've gotten a phone call and it's been like, hey, just wanted to call it, you know, that so-and-so, I haven't seen him. And, you know, they owe us 50, 20 bucks or whatever. And, right. And they're low lives or whatever. Legs. <laughs> right. And then, and then, like, literally as you're on the phone, they walk in. You know, to switch over to you, and the second question they ask is, "Like, oh, do I on. get anything hold for free?" Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Here, yeah, this is for you. I think you owe them some money. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty, pretty. So, is it your favorite. in in your favor then to in turn say, you know, I'm not going to sign you up until you go pay that dude his twenty twenty twenty? I've actually, you know, what I've done for a few people. Um, I had a I had a patient that moved to Columbia Falls, mm-hmm. and when he moved up there, he changed caregivers. He told me first. He's like, "Man, I got to move to Columbia Falls. I'm I'm going to switch providers because I don't want to drive to Kalispell when I need Fair to." Enough, Absolutely. Sure. And so he he ran up a tab at the other dispensary for you know fifty bucks or something, and then he moved back to Kalispell, ah. and he wouldn't switch back over to me until he paid his tab off in Columbia Falls. But that was from his own volition, not. So I give him fifty res- bucks. That's respectable. I give him fifty bucks, and I tell him to go pay the other caregiver off. You know, tell them the situation and then you can owe me 50 bucks there you go. or whatever. And so I've done things like that for people, people that have been good patients in the past. You know, somebody right, that right. I've built a rapport with and knew that they Not were some kid that rolls me. in. That's like, hey, can you hurry the fuck up? I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, uh, sure. you ain't getting shit for free and your grams are 15 a piece. That's right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, man. Um, Do you think these are like the same things that happen in, in dispensaries all over the United States? I have no idea. I'd be interested to see if I've never talked to a dispensary owner from another state. Really? If you run a dispensary from another state, I'd be interested to see like what your kind of day to day is like. I'm just curious if it's the same as what we do up here, or if it's if it's any different. You can leave a message at four zero six two zero four four six eight seven or call live if you if you're listening to this in your dispensary. My uh, my favorite or least favorite or whatever patient is somebody that it doesn't matter if I have two kinds or 24 kinds. It takes him 20 minutes to decide <laughs> like yeah. he cannot. I mean, and he always gets the, like one of the same. I mean, he always gets the kind of the same thing, like one of three different kinds. But like you will, guessed it why, when they came in the door. Yeah. But they had no clue. What no they idea. Wanted. And they will. And I mean, 20 minutes and he'll and he'll like tell other patients to go before him. If he's standing in there looking and looking and looking, he doesn't smell things. He just looks. Yeah. And then somebody else will come in and he'll be like, oh, come on in. I'm going to be a while. You can, you can go ahead of me. And so he's, he's already there for, blocked like, off like two hours of his day just right, to like, come and stare at, at pot. least 30 minutes. Sure. And the funny thing is, um, you know, it's it's ten dollars worth. Right. Like it's not the last bag you'll ever smoke. Right. You'll be back tomorrow. My mom always used to say that when we try to figure out where to go eat. She's like, it's not the last supper. Just pick a place <laughs> and let's go, you know. But you do that, right? You sit there and you think and you go through all the apps on your phone. And you're like, where should I eat? Shake it. Like, no, I don't like sushi. Shake it again. And you're like, all right. Shake then, it. Yeah. Well, there's an app that like you shake it and it'll pick a random restaurant within your 20 mile or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about smoking medical marijuana. Okay. And getting a liver transplant or not getting a liver transplant. I can see if you were a drinker. You're drinking alcohol because that would just ruin another liver. You would think that it would be up to the recipient. Or the the giver. But if they're dead, then it reverts to the recipient. Right. That's what right. I mean. Like, sure. I don't think a live person's going to give a liver transplant. Well, I thought maybe if you're like planning it out, like, dad's kind of binging. I'm going to be, you know, like around, around November 28th. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll talk then. I, th- I think it should be up to the recipient. Well, we do have a liver. Like, you know, it's like the used car lot. Well, we have this one, but we could probably get you into this one if you want. You know, like, he's a pothead, which doesn't really affect your liver. Right. Maybe lungs, but who knows? Let's look at him. Are right. they pink I mean, still? Do, or are they do all- you want a, 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 a marijuana smoker's liver? And if you needed a liver, I think the answer would be, well, yeah. Yeah, now, I'll take that one. Would you consider it legit that the doctors or whoever at Cedar Sinai hypothetically would say that now you cannot have a liver because of your medical marijuana use? Oh, as you a were recipient, get one. Not a not a donor. You're 63 and you were going to get one, but now you can't. And in order to get one again now, you have to spend 6 months avoiding the medical marijuana, which will probably kill you. Uh, and submit to random drug tests and undergo counseling. How bad do you want a liver? All of this while chemotherapy uh, radiation for the cancer is still ongoing, of course. It's back after remission. That's fucking terrible. Isn't it? You smoke pot. I'm sorry, you can't have this now. I know you've been waiting on this list for years, but... Sorry you're smoking pot for your chemotherapy. That's terrible, We don't actually want to help you because you smoke pot. That's terrible. That's actually really disappointing. He says it's frustrating. I have <laughs> an in uh, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, right? Dicks. Uh, I'd be standing out in front of the hospital naked protesting. With this, give yeah, me I my know. fucking liver. Occupy this hospital. <laughs> Occupy give me my, my damn liver. Abdomen. I have an inoperable cancer. If I don't get a transplant, the candle's lit and it's a short fuse. Uh, any delay could mean the difference between life and death. So that's his attorney They're with the Americans for Safe Access Group. Uh, there is no standards policy on transplants and the use of medical marijuana or other drugs, according to the United Network for Organ Sharing. That's the group that manages organ transplantation for the U.S. Uh, instead, transplant centers make their own decisions on which patients are the best candidates for the new organs. So up to so they're using this network, which probably gets some federal money. So right. they're like, if it's Schedule 1, we're going to have to default to the next person in line. They say we do have to do a prioritization like you literally do on a battlefield. Who can die and who can survive because there's not enough livers to go around. I, you know, I've heard you about... Have seen the movie Repo, <laughs> Repo Man where he cuts the thing, the transplants out when you can't pay for them? They, uh-uh. You default, you, you get money from this company and then they give you whatever liver or heart or anything you need. But your payments... When you can't make your payment, the guy comes and cuts it out of you. You never saw that movie? No. It's a pretty cool movie. No. Well, that's, uh, that's just really disappointing all in all. Because right? why does why does I guess in my eyes, smoking marijuana, going through chemotherapy doesn't make you any I'm less a of a human citizen now, so I don't get my liver. Right. So that's kind of a death sentence because he's trying to deal with his chemotherapy. Sure. Which is like I mean, Would you want to that... go through chemo for like what was it, six weeks, six months, excuse me, six months, and not be able to smoke pot to make you feel better? I wouldn't. I can't relate. I, I've never I had chemo. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know and what that's like. But I, I guess imagine... I've gone six months without smoking herb. Well, yeah, me too, but I wasn't <laughs> sick from anything. No, So that, that I think that makes all the difference. Well, actually, um, yeah, I can't relate with that. Very uh, quote, we do not make a moral or ethical judgment about people who are smoking medical marijuana. Our concern is strictly for the health and safety of our patients, except for this guy, because he smokes pot. <laughs> but I can't say that I, that's why. Uh, at Cedar sinai if patients who need a transplant initially test positive for marijuana, they can still be listed, but must sign a statement agreeing not to use the drug. Then, 
If they fail a random drug test or don't show up for one, they are bumped from the list. Dicks. They have to be guidelines in order to give people the best chance at surviving a transplant. Uh, UCLA Transplantation Services has an even stricter policy requiring six months of sobriety before a patient can be listed. Can you, you can smoke pot and be sober, right? Or does that, like if you're not smoking psychoactive pot? So here's the thing is that you can't be intoxicated on cannabis because it's not toxic. Sure. And so you can be inebriated while under the influence of cannabis. But not if it's low in THC and high in CBD then. Correct. And then edible options, especially like, and here's the thing is that the further away that you get from the flower of a cannabis plant, the higher the levels of CBNs and CBDs. And so if, when you're making edibles, if you want to lose most of the cerebral effects, it's actually recommended to use more of your leaf product because it's further away from the flower and it contains more CBNs and CBDs. If you don't use any flowers, you're not going to have a whole lot of THC in your edibles. And so you can really target a physical type well, response. And you don't have to activate it, too, if you're just using it for that. Because do, do those have to decarboxylate like the THC does when you're you know, cooking I don't, it? I actually, I don't know. I, the, I wonder if the CBD has to be. I don't I think I think that does. everything that we've made, we've I've always activated. Any, I mean, we always cook it anyway. And so right. like it's, it, it's... I'd be curious if it has like a higher activation temperature than, than the THC would. Well, you know... If they're I, both cannabinoids, I mean, it's the same structure. I don't know. I think the other thing about Where's activating, <laughs> we're scientists, Rose, right? I think the other thing about activating it is, is that you, you know, that also enables you to get rid of the plant matter. Like you can, you know, as you're right. cooking it, you can strain right. the plant matter out of it, and so you're left with just your medicated medium. Um, I don't know about other people, but when I eat a cannabis, something that has plant matter in it. I, I get not necessarily an upset stomach, but it feels like it I have a stone. what it is for me. Like a rock in my stomach. It really? feels kind of tight and heavy. Huh. And, you know, I always – this is the word like, – and the reason is could be that I when I eat something like that, I imagine a cat eating grass. You don't have a second and, stomach like cows to r- digest it? Right. It and so I imagine a cat eating grass in the yard yeah, to yeah. make them throw up. <laughs> and so, like, that's what I think about when I've eaten, like, plant matter. I'm like, oh, God, why? You know, and because you can taste it, like, right away. Oh yeah, because like, it's it's not like a leaf of lettuce, you know. It's, no, it's a no, different no. kind it's a of spicy kind of. It's pot. different. Yeah, it's, it's different. And, yeah. and and I kind of like it, but it depends what it's in, you know. See, I like if to it's strain a all that butter, or if it's a cookie, stuff. and yeah, I I, I got to strain all the plant. I, I grind and, up a little really, bit and like cook with it, but really, I like it. It has to be a good strain, though. I have a patient that asks for a shake so they can like sprinkle it on their spaghetti. Yeah, and stuff, right. And they're rolling like, joints with it. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. I think they really just sprinkle it on right. top of their food for like flavor, which w- is I only whatever. Do that if it's like a really good smelling strain, and it has to smell. It can't be like a fruit. It depends what you're cooking, right? right I guess. So yeah. I don't think you'd want to put sour diesel on your yeah, spaghetti. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, lamb's bread Lit? would probably be all right because sure. it's kind of a sweet sourdoughy smell. Right. Blue cheese. <laughs> you know, it's so funny in Montana. You know, this is like a, a ranch state. Right. You know, everybody in likes, Valley. yeah, everybody likes ranch. And so when you have the strain blue cheese, nobody buys it because most people don't like blue cheese dressing in Montana. And, and so, they, that's what, how they relate the, yeah, I mean, yeah, they really do, you know, even it though off it a, doesn't really have anything to do with the product blue cheese, right. it's just kind of has association in their brain. Is right. Like, absolutely. <laughs> so if you, so, yeah. you know, if you change that blue cheese strains name to hidden Valley ranch, man, it flies off the shelf. Gone. Sold all people of are like, it. Oh, no shit. So, I'm gonna dip my fries in it. 
<laughs> cooking with it now. Well, in Montana, people use ranch for everything. Yeah. I mean, like everything. People McDonald's has it. Like, would you like ranch? <laughs> no, I'll take barbecue sauce. But thank you for asking. I mean, yeah. that was just assumed that yeah. that's what you're going to get. So this guy was a former precious metal trader. He acknowledged that he did not follow the rules. He said he used medical marijuana after having unrelated back surgery and weaning himself from the prescription pain pills. I was in extreme pain and physical anguish, he said. Uh, in April, he wrote a letter to the head of the liver transplant program to be relisted. He said more than uh, more than other organ programs, liver transplant centers must consider issues of substance abuse seriously. That's because drinking kills your lip, right? That's they consider it all substance abuse, and they're treating it like drinking. So they're like, it 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 wouldn't even matter if it was a liver, if it would have been a, a lung or a brain or whatever transplant, they still would have done the same thing. I feel like what a shame. Yeah. I don't know. What a shame. I feel like that's that's a bum deal for what you have to go through to like deal with and that I'm, and get And on I'm those guessing lists. that schedule two drugs don't affect that at all. I would imagine not. So you could be a blown out cokehead and be all right. Sure. Awesome. Here's your new sinus cavity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well so. they do that with the plastic hoses, you know, they'll replace oh, yeah. your build that whole face up inside there. <laughs> Full face transplant. That's crazy. All right, let's talk about Colorado. S- Every time we see polls that come out, it's like some some are like, yes, we favor. And then some are like, you know, no, we don't. And then some are like, yes, we do. And I feel like that nobody really truly knows what they want one way or another with this. You have all the hardcore potheads that are like, yes, we want full legalization. And then you have the other side of, of everybody else that just have no idea what they want. Ian, what do you want? Would you say yes or would you say no? Uh, what's to what question? Legalizing no. marijuana? No, 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 with stipulations because <laughs> no, no. I just you know le- legalizing cannabis. Full legalization. I mean, I just I think that you know the idea that it's the solution to all these problems is a pipe dream. Well, right. No it's, pun intended. It's absolutely not a, the complete solution. It's but. it's not like as good of a plan as I think that everybody thinks it's going to be. Yeah, I you know cannabis. It's going to get think, legalized, and big pharma is going to take it, and it's going to be overrun, and you're not going to well, grow like people don't grow that, tobacco like, nowadays. How about just decriminalize it? Like maybe not make it legal to be sold in every street corner store or supermarket or how whatever. About reschedule it. Well, can we reschedule it as yeah, part of that? If if it got put down to a schedule two, that would solve a lot of issues because you could write prescriptions for it, right? Or you could you wouldn't you have know. to jump through so many hoops to do initial research as well. Absolutely, and I so think, we could I get think a that, definitive. I think that there's going to have to. I think it's going to have to be a gradual thing, you know. And the American government's really good at at, at doing things incrementally. Sure. You know, like a Modular. little, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, and so then all of a sudden, before you know it, like the the goal is reached and it's been kind of undercover of all these other issues and then we get to like you know the 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 grand finale or the crescendo or whatever that sure that oh all of a sudden you know we're we're at this point and so i think the same thing is going to have to happen with cannabis and it's already started obviously because we have so many medical states and so we're starting to incrementally get there but justin fan red has a good point he says or she says don't forget about monsanto rescheduling means giving it to big pharma gmo is the best reason to keep it underground i agree I mean, I'm not entirely, but could you I, imagine I just relate with one, what you're saying? One strain, and that's it. And if you don't get the seeds from us, we'll arrest you. Or, or just, 
I think I think that it's important for some individuals or? to be able to pick out what kind of cannabis that they are using because some types we of can cannabis offer you all kinds in one, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's you know, what like I'm a, afraid of. Not everybody can. I I can't smoke sativa. I don't like the smoking sativa. Some people don't like smoking indicas. Some people need like sure. kind of a specific thing. Otherwise, you know, like when I smoke a sativa, my palms start to sweat and I don't what get comfortable. What if we and- take your blood and then genetically engineer you pot that fits perfectly with your endocannabinoid system personally? We're going to have to patent your DNA in the process. <laughs> but stay but, with me. But, but stay with me. This will be the best. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> Just let me... Do Just this give me with your, your DNA. Give me your genes. Give me your hair. Right, give and then and then I'll produce a strain that's awesome for you. Yeah. Um, and and I think that also what Justin Friend Red is saying in the chat room about Monsanto, you know, the more I think about that, I mean, that's kind of a far reach too. But they've done it with corn and soy and other things, and so I can see well, that. Well, is what if they did agriculturally for hemp? Like that's maybe which direction that would uh, and go. And of course that would probably happen. Monsanto has their fingers in all that kind of stuff, but they sure. don't have their fingers in tobacco. That's a whole different set of Correct. corrupt scumbags. And so they don't, they don't necessarily have, to my understanding, they don't have tobacco patented. Um, but that's to my understanding, and I could be completely wrong on that. Sure. And so, you know, of course, I, I, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm on the fence about patenting forms of life because, I, I don't know. It's that a seems, form of life. And, right, and but so then patenting what if a you corn plant, and uh, you know, I, I guess I don't know enough about the issue that. to have a straight opinion that would be something that I guess that would worry me with cannabis is because I guess deep down, I, I really feel that cannabis isn't very mystical and that it, you know, it should be everywhere kind of thing. Sure, like sure. it shouldn't be such a big deal. It, you know, I think that it, I think that it should be in, you know, bowls like wooden serving bowls filled with it wherever you wanted to go so that, Oh, I'm going to try some of this, you know, like, like chips at a party, you know, right. like not a big deal. Like it's just what it is, you know, on the other hand, I think that there needs to be some sort of, I don't know, like um, I, I really support local communities and, and smaller businesses and, you know, this like even microbreweries, not that I drink beer, but I would support a microbrewery before I supported Budweiser. And so um, it's that I, whole sense of being self-sufficient and, you know, everything that you're doing and using is being made where you live. It's not being trucked in from across the country. Correct. And that's, and that's why this, 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 the whole like legalizing cannabis issue is like, it's really more complex than just fuck it. Let's make it legal because, <laughs> right, right. you know, the sure. aftermath of like that, that surge of green money that everybody's going to want a part of, you know, I... There's going to be no more Applebee's and it's going to be pot shops everywhere type of thing. Everyone wants kind to try of thing, it out, or? you know. And then and then what? Like I, I don't know if I don't I don't know if that's really like the, the well, environment that I want to be a part com- of. Competition would come into play, right? And then the the better ones would continue, and the other ones would go out of business, and they'd go back to being dentists or doctors or whatever the fuck they were before. Right. Hopefully. Right. So um, I don't think I don't know. It's such a complex issue. I just don't think that we should just straight out legalize it. I, I think. The medical movement is is a step towards decriminalizing it or rescheduling it and things. And I think that, you know, as these incremental steps progress, I think that a better vision of what should happen will come into view. But, like, full legalization is so far down the road that it's kind of like, 
you know, talking about what's going to happen when the first person steps on Mars. Like, sure. we'd have no idea because that's 20 years ahead of us or something, you know? We so need to focus on the problem more at hand. immediate, you know, like the task at hand. What, what What's the next step instead of, you know, Stopping what's a half federal mile down raids the road? or more? Yeah, so 46, 47 raids in Montana. It's a lot. And the last illegal marijuana bust in Montana was in 2007. That's interesting. It is safer to grow pot in Montana illegally than mm-hmm. legally. Which is kind of the whole deal that they were trying to avoid. Not, is that so no You're doing this to yourself. Yeah, isn't that isn't that just fucked up? It's it's, it's a self You have less of a risk to get caught and raided if you're doing it unregistered and illegally than having a storefront and being like out just in the driving open with around it. all day dropping off pot. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I like having a shop that I can walk into. Like, come on. Um, so, Justin Fan Purple, I guess, to answer your question, what would be the reason to keep it illegal? I, I, I guess I kind of went over all that. Like, it's, it's, it's an incremental thing, I guess, right. to me, is, is, is my opinion. We're not is, wanting is that, to necessarily keep it illegal, but you can't just completely wide open legalize If, if they it sold first. packs of 20 marijuana cigarettes at the fucking gas station, I think I would still want to smoke what I grew. And that's fine. You or should what I have that choice, I think. Right. I wonder what a pack of 20 marijuana cigarettes would cost. Eight ninety nine. <laughs> I bet you it would be 30 bucks. You think so? I bet you. At least. Mm-hmm. And they'd probably be like, you know, little uh, three-quarter gram. Little pinners? Yeah, you know, I mean, they wouldn't pinner? be half-gram joints or whatever. Smoking they'd pinners. be, you know, Stems like... Stems and seeds? Like what federal patient Irv Rose. I wouldn't put it past big companies. I would bring it back and I would spit it in his face <laughs> and say, what the fuck is this garbage? Sorry, man. That's all we get. Is um, that what what um, more fears would be? Also, is that that it would just be terrible and give you cancer? What if they made it give you well, cancer? You know, anybody in the chat room? Do you drink beer? And what kind no. of beer do you prefer? I mean, I if, if if you could pick any beer in the world to drink, I mean, would you be drinking the 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 American, um, you know, the Budweiser or the Kokanee? You know, would you drink those, or would you drink something that was locally brewed or or in a microbrew? You know, the same thing applies. I think. I think most people's favorite beer that have any sort of appreciation for hops would be a microbrew, in my opinion. I so mean, you, we would say that you can have the choice to get your more finer, more homegrown locally, or you can just drive through the cigarette store and get your pack of 20 to go whatever. And then think about what they would spray on the cannabis before they rolled right. into cigarettes. Could you imagine? Because, you know, a pack of Marlboro's. trail poison. Right, uh, you know, a pack of Marlboro's isn't just tobacco. Check this out. You know, out. it's like other things, too. And so, oh, like, yeah. that's why I don't talk about though. lacing cannabis yeah. with some shit that you can't You can clearly pronounce. tell the difference between, like, the Peter Stokeby hand-rolling tobacco and, like, like your Camels or your, your Marlboro's, I feel like. I can tell the difference There's between hydroponically grown cannabis and cannabis grown in dirt and cannabis grown organically and cannabis grown outdoors. Different tastes. I mean, you can, I mean, I can pick them apart and not only, not even by looking at them, but just like the flavor, you know, hydroponic cannabis has a very unique flavor. We should do like a, a blind taste test next week. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> this is, we have one of we got but it's gotta be more than me and you just doing a blind test. Well, yeah. And really, like, I would probably have to provide the cannabis so I'd know what probably. it is anyway. Probably, and, and any more than you and me in here, and it'd start to get crowded. <laughs> well, <laughs> We'd I have mean, to we do could, it outside. We could line the them up, you know what I mean? Times. All right. Is Ready, this set. hydro, or is this hydro? <laughs> That'd be fun. All right, we have uh, four of Vancouver's last five former mayors 
said this week that they are ready for the end of marijuana prohibition, saying that anti-pot policies have failed to reduce marijuana's availability. Yes? Absolutely. Clearly. And that prohibition has fueled violence in British Columbia communities. I would agree with that. Violence from the police. Sure. Pepper spraying Lieutenant John Pike just... Oh, is that his name? <laughs> That's his name. We talked all about it last night with Sean and his brother. It was terrible. I've seen some, some I made Photoshop pictures. I made ours. It was a grizzly bear, and he's in there spraying the bear, and it says, that a boy. And then it, was, it says, Col- uh, Stephen Colbert would be proud because <laughs> he hates bears. Awesome. Anyway, I made that this morning. Awesome. And then I made eggs. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, all these guys have just stepped forward. And, I mean, that's that's a different issue than full legalization as well, right? Prohibition, that's like rewriting the policies so it doesn't focus on making people criminals, but it more focuses on the whole why are you doing drugs. And if you're doing harder drugs, we need to – do you need help out of well, addiction because – Like the LEAP officer said that an addiction isn't a legal problem. It's a medical problem. And exactly. so if you have a, an addiction problem, that's not really something that's solved by the jail system. And didn't the prime minister say no to legalizing marijuana? Yeah, the prime minister did. And this is but like the ma- – and see, that's the problem. The, incrementally, the pr- the if they would have said, instead of legalizing it, let's decrim it to the point where you just get like a $50 fine if you get caught with it. It doesn't go on your record or anything. And then, you know, once it's at that point, it's like, okay, let's make it a low price. You know, incrementally, I think they'd right. go a lot further with it I than feel other like than Canada's just throwing a little, up their arms. A little more mellow about it than we are here. I think How many that they rates are. go on in, in Canada? Does anybody know? I, I, no. How many <laughs> rates? That's like, a, that's like 100 miles away. Why would it, you know, I know anything about that? That's true. It's only 60 miles. 60? If From you go out through Whitefish, it's 100. The border, when you get to Whitefish, Don't argue with the, me. It's, it's 100 miles. Port of Rooseville. Says sixty miles. That's what the sign says. Not from here. Well, not from here, but when you get up there, <laughs> it says sixty miles. Um, I don't know how many raids are in Canada. When I Google it, I get items of the the uh, the Taliban, which is <laughs> interesting. So, what about the what about the 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 young lady that was using the the synthetic marijuana? I that. What is it about synthetic marijuana and energy drinks that like just make you go nuts? Well, I think that I wonder, if, I wonder if that was the plan when she showed up to the party. Is this what you would get if it was full legalization? You would get synthetic marijuana? <laughs> she um, was 17. She went to the intensive care unit at Floyd Medical Center and then was released. She said she used synthetic marijuana and an energy drink with alcohol. alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. How much alcohol? Like a fifth of Jack? Well, I, spice. And you know what's really funny is that on occasion- You can I, buy this in gas stations? Yeah, like I don't carry it in our shop at all. Like, no, it's Even foul. in the glass shop. And so, you know, it's I I guess I get a little too much joy out of telling people when Do they come in and ask, ask for Oh, it? yeah, yeah. Younger kids. The same people that are asking for the piss cleanser? Y- yeah. Sure. Younger people come in, you know, I'd say 18 to 22. Would you say that's a problem with prohibition is that it forces people to do these other Absolutely. drugs that- they, Absolutely. Because they're like, this doesn't show up on a drug test. So Absolutely. I'm kind of a snob about when people ask for the, like, the bath salts and the spice. I'm like, absolutely no. not. Like, what are you? Are, are you, you serious? What? Why would you use that? You know, and then they're all like kind of like. Do they run away? Yeah, they have like this scared fight look. Fight or flight, fight or like, flight, fight or flight. I can't believe the guy that runs the dispensary is like 
you know, like harassing me about legal highs, you know, like, I, but, but that's it's disgusting. It's, like, yeah. what, come on. Come on. Smoke the real shit. Go ask the guy around the corner. That's <laughs> Or, you know what I mean? Go up to the college. This guy says, quote, they are basically spraying a chemical compound on wooden shavings. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, it's not really wooden shavings. It's like herbs well, and dried did, shit. It's, have you ever seen those herbal ecstasy cigarettes? They all come out of the same catalog that these cigarette stores order stuff out of. They're like herbal ecstasy e- cigarettes. Herbal ecstasy cigarettes. If you look at them, it's like this weird fluffy plant matter. It's pretty gross. I'm just saying. When I was Have kid, you ever smoked one? Just once, and it was gross. And I just was like, once? This is nothing good that I should be smoking. You you weren't rolling or like no. licking the leather seat in front Not of yet. you on the way home? No. <laughs> Negative ghost rider. All right. I had a nasty taste in my mouth, though. <laughs> Mason Tavert, you know who that guy is? No. Oh, he, I, we've talked to him before on the show. He, he, not, I don't think when me and you did, but. Uh, he's part of a compound, a campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol, that group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he said that we expect far more voters to come out and the results to better the reflect, to better reflect the views of voters when it comes to marijuana. So when voters vote on it, there's all these numbers and I'm done with this. So, okay. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah. You lost me. At, That's did right. you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Um, what about this story about, hold on. Obama protecting Big Pharma, but uh, marijuana is the one that's kind of helping out cancer. And I've been telling people to um, it, it w- to tell what Obama's going to do is just think about the opposite of whatever he says. So if he says that he's going to back off medical marijuana, just assume that he's going to go after it with a hard on. Right? Has he said anything about it since though? I feel like he hasn't really. Well, no, because I mean, a politician isn't going to admit to their. Fucked up, thing. right? Well, you know what I mean. They take just... that and reword it so it sounds like high fives all around, right? Yeah, you know. And so, like, and it's really funny because if you look at his track record with more than just cannabis, more raids than Bush, more raids yeah. than any other president. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just more raids the more further up the timeline you go. That's but no, but we'll see if the next president. It's like is shooting fish in a barrel goes up. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, right? Well, yeah. If they if we it's elect a some fire successful up guys, good if, day. You know, if we elect some of those Republican dudes that have a you know like we killed seventy five people in our Get state, in. you know, and I'm a gym. Mormon and all these other no. things. Yeah, can't, you know, they're gonna come after marijuana smokers with a, a vengeance. Mormon. I can't take a Mormon seriously. You I'm a recovering cannot, Mormon. You can't put a Mormon for president. I'm I, a recovering Mormon. I, I know all about everything. Thing that he knows, and if a Mormon president gets elected, that's going to medical be marijuana is fucked. The, like, all fuck. caffeine's going to be fucked, <laughs> right? Like, In every video store across the nation, uh, there's going to be like the the, the rated R movies bar. that have been edited, Ugh. so they're only PG thirteen. If you've ever been to Utah, you ruined Predator. I'm just saying <laughs> a PG thirteen Predator. The, the movie's like fifteen minutes. Well, long. I'm just saying the new <laughs> ones that the should have been awesome were crap because they went for that PG thirteen rating. I haven't That's seen the new ones. Fuck, I should have. A, a PG thirteen Predator would seriously be the shortest movie. Like, right. It's, well, it, it was an alien versus movie. Predator. It's like two of the greatest oh. originally rated R movies, and you put them together and tried to get the little teeny bopper demographic, so you made it PG thirteen, and it sucked. <laughs> That's so still funny. angry about that. all the new cannabis movies suck too. Anything that I've tried to watch, I mean, they're all like. Are, well, are you watching so documentaries? Or are no, you no, watching no. I mean, like, like stereotypical Stonehead humor. Yeah, you know, like I think Half Baked was probably the last good stoner movie. Pretty much, like, right? You know, the one, the last one that I even watched all the way through and enjoyed. And so 
I guess is what I'm getting at with all this is that I think that, you know, Hollywood's running out of ideas. You think? You know, we've remade fucking Godzilla four times. You know, it's, it's the same storyline. Can story we remake line. it good? Because I used to like <laughs> Godzilla movies when I was a kid. <laughs> can we do a Mothra and can you make it not suck? And can you not make Puff Daddy be in the soundtrack? Can you do that for me? <laughs> I would really appreciate that. No more covering 60s and 70s music, please. Especially not in hip hop. Just do me that favor. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> would you say marijuana would prevent or cure or treat Alzheimer's or would it make you dumber and make you your dementia just more intense? Because we have a research study here that says it may help. Prevent. I feel like not treat, it, if but I prevent. S- not treat. I guess my, my grandfather f- has Alzheimer's disease and cannabis okay. has not been not helpful? curing his Alzheimer's. Not helpful at all? Uh, I don't think directly with the Alzheimer's, but mm. I think that he sleeps a lot better. I feel like I forget stuff, but not because of Alzheimer's, so I don't think I'm relevant in this. Right. Does he smoke okay. like different He doesn't strains? smoke. Oh, he doesn't does smoke. Does he eat? Yeah, he'll eat it on occasion. You mm. know, and the funny thing is, is he says his legs go numb and he falls asleep. Which, you know, as as, as an 80-year-old guy, like, who gives that a fuck? That could or could not be related to the marijuana either. No, he says specifically when, he'll, oh, when really? he eats it's a cookie more, or a brownie, okay. his legs go numb. Sure. But he's had both hips replaced. He's had surgeries. And so I think when he says his legs go numb means, like, the pain goes it's, away. It means something different. And he falls asleep. Like, Which because is a good it's, thing. It's relief. Right. But, you know, I mean, sometimes he won't remember. That. I don't like waking up in my chair like that. <laughs> you know, he, he doesn't remember that he ate the cookie and he's wondering why he's giggly right you know right. 80 year old man giggling at things on the television like that's yeah you know like what is wrong with entertained me? and yeah where's the cheetos you know it's so funny to see an old guy like get so the they're munchies. saying the alzheimer's disease is the leading cause of dementia among the elderly and with yep. the ever-increasing size of the population cases of, all, of alzheimer's disease are expected to triple over the next 50 years these are the kind of people we see that like escape from retirement homes and stuff and then they forget where the hell they're at and then you see it on your weather bug uh, app alert it's like we lost another one he's six two gray hair that happens old i got a phone call at the shop the other day that was like looking for a 68 year old five six man i get these with weather bug they're like these administrative alerts and they'll tell you like when the department is or whichever departments are looking yeah there's somebody looking for some old guy that needed medical assistance crazy like you're calling the dispensary yeah he ain't in here Dementia. Could ask the DEA. Dispensary. <laughs> uh, compared to uh, currently approved drugs prescribed for the treatment of Alzheimer's, THC is a considerably superior inhibitor of the A, what is that, alpha, th- beta, <laughs> the A-beta aggregation, and this study provides a previously unrecognized molecular mechanism through which cannabinoid molecules may directly impact the progression of this debilitating disease. Right, preventative, not uh, treatment. Right. So that's good that I'm smoking it because when you'll I be get less Alzheimer's, likely. I will. You'll be less likely to have Alzheimer's, right? So, which I'm pretty sharp sometimes. I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> I can type pretty fast. So. I, I, Muscle memory is good. Remembering like dates and stuff, not so much. Okay, so uh, yeah. um, do you think that? Study. Do you think uh, the next story you have here is about the Detroit factory workers? Do you think that they like? Yeah, Burger forget that us. they're at work. You know, like, they forget they're at work, so on their lunch break, they just decide to start partying. it's such an unsupervised day-to-day routine, 
You're just a bunch of bros working in a factory. You're like, oh, there's the bell. Smoke break. Well, you, you know, people I think do about- this at Teletech. They all go out back and smoke in their cars and stuff. Like it's a, I don't know. I used to when I was there. Allegedly, I feel like it's a. It's part of when you work these kinds of jobs. I don't, I wouldn't want to be in a factory worker like drinking. That's that's kind of weird, and that's what some of them were doing, but. I feel like you could smoke and do a factory worker job. It well, I, I think is. about construction workers. You know, I, I've I, I've had some friends that worked. You know, maybe not on major drywall hanging and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like drinking the, beer all day. You know, right. it's like it's part of their. It's in the lunch cooler. You know, right. they bring a couple beers with them or whatever because it's not to excess, but it's no. But they you know they'll drink a six pack throughout the day. Some of the, your drive home <laughs> is yeah. more dangerous than your day at work with the nail guns and right. And so yeah. I mean, I think that I think that. Uh, partially this is like demonizing this this work ethic. I think mm-hmm. this is something that goes on more often than not. Is it like drinking coffee all day at work or energy drinks as long as you're not mixing them with fake pot? <laughs> and alcohol all and at alcohol. the same time. Sure, sure. You know, shotgunning a couple different things. Um well, I think that I think that um getting inebriated or using some sort of substance while working I think is more common than is this these why people expect. have gone down the tubes <laughs> as far as quality well I think this I mean isn't this about aerospace and defense contractor people also oh okay but first it was Chrysler factories I, you, smoking and drinking, and then tower defense and aerospace military subcontractors. I, I guess I don't see this as news. Like I, I would have guessed. Is it just link bait? I, I really think I just would have guessed. Like, oh, you work in a factory? Oh my god, you had a beer during lunch? Right. Oh, oh, wait. Smoking, call the press. Smoking pot. Hold on. Yeah, Let you know. Call what I mean, the I think, DEA. I think that they should be more concerned about the tweakers that they have working there that are, you know. That's, they, factories have some tweaky-ass people, dude. Well, I'll right. You, you know, I'm not that I, I know from experience, but, like, I don't know. This isn't news. People drink and get high I, while they're at work. I mean, in any field If of you work. make work suck, people are going to try and, like, get around that. Have my day suck less. Yeah, and by I don't think that drinking and smoking pot work. You know, it's funny that you applied to work at Best Buy because I, I worked there for two days, actually a day and a half. Really? Yeah, and and <laughs> they tried to make work not suck by doing chants and cheers and songs and <sighs> and like group act like employee Do they know group that activities makes it suck more. Well, right, and Is that's this that's why I only worked there for a day and a half because on the second day right. that they were still doing chants and cheers. I thought they were just doing it because it was everyone's first day. Like, I just it was just as they were opening that day. Right, and so I. I Struggled through it the first day, and then the second uh, day, while we're in the store, like setting up shelves and stocking things, nah. and they were calling everybody together every twenty minutes to do a song and a dance. Oh. You know, after like the third one, I, I pulled my shirt off and was like, threw it at the manager, and was like, "Later, bye guys. This is terrible. I like, can't. I can't even focus. Every twenty minutes, you like distract us all, ground yeah. us all up. Hey, I'd and like we gotta to sing. read off this box some more, but I'll be right back. I gotta go <laughs> do my big dance number here. Yeah, shit, Angry Birds, Angry Birds. Fuck. All right." All right, and I guess to wrap it up, uh, the Amsterdam Cannabis Cup got raided first time in 24 years. Is that news? I mean, yeah. you all gather here. Because Am- shooting fish in a barrel. Amsterdam, though, didn't they recently change some laws so it wasn't as open? Yeah, the conservatives that are in power are, like, closing coffee shops and shit. Right, and so it's it's an I mean, unfortunate shooting bummer. Shooting fish in a barrel. As the paper says here. An unfortunate, unfortunate bummer. bummer. <laughs> Awesome! Oh man! Um, I it's w- where can we go? There is nothing sacred to these people. If Amsterdam gets raided, I mean, it, yeah, that's over. They started with the smart shops. No eating mushrooms anymore. 
You know whose fault that was. Fucking college kids that come over there, they're like, oh, but eat mushrooms and drink, and then they end up passing out on a subway and get lost and get killed because they... People go there from other countries that have stricter drug laws, and they go overboard because they're like, it's free-for-all. Cocaine, ecstasy, everything. I feel like it's so out in the open there that they just go overboard and pause. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've never been there, so I don't know. From that's what I saw when I was there. I saw like frat kind of guys, just like I'm gonna eat mushrooms all day and just like really lose their minds. And oh, sure, kind of like a kid in a toy store, kind of telling him he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, like I knew. I kind of knew what I was getting into when they had like the really potent strains that I had been reading about. But these guys were like, just get me like all whatever, and you know, I was being more of a. I want to have this kind of trip here and go look at, like, building stuff. Uh, you know, I had fun, but you see these kids and they're, like, on the ground kind of seizing up and, like, going crazy. I saw that, like, twice while I was up there. It was – I was like, this is too not much. good. Too yeah, much. exactly. Too much. Especially if you're a foreigner that doesn't really – But you know, it's coming from – You don't have to exercise self-control here because, you know, a lot right. of people can't find more than an eighth of something or, right. you know, small amounts of whatever. But then you're put in an environment where it's like, how much would you like? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here as you go. As much as I can afford, mm. <laughs> which is mm. the thing about getting the the High Times uh, Cannabis Cup getting raided is that you know they didn't arrest anybody that was attending. No, and and they they and just they took really all didn't the pot ar- and made it a shitty rest of the day. Well, they were. I think that they were just making sure that all the vendors like were in compliance with their laws. Like they have a, a weight limit there. Like a, I think it's five hundred gram. They have to be in compliance. They don't with. want you there like selling pot to. Right, and everyone. If I if I think I remember correctly, there was only one guy that was at the, at the whole the cannabis cup. There was only one person that was in violation of the weight limit. It's just so again, you have this huge raid, theft. and then they get one person. They tell all the attendees to leave. They search everybody's shit, and they find one person. Also, an unfortunate bummer. <laughs> Right. Wouldn't it suck to be that guy? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Some people in the comments say this is why legalization is better than decriminalization. I think decriminalization and would prevent this from happening as absolutely. well. Absolutely. And, so, and the shows, they're still doing the Cannabis Cup. Right. It's not canceled. It just no. got stopped that day. 24th annual. So we'll right. look forward to the 25th. No, no, they're still continuing it this year. Like, it just got oh, put off for a right, day. Right. So everybody right. had to leave that afternoon, but then you could come back the next day and it was like party on Garth. Sure. Like awesome. everyone will have their buds confiscated, but no one will be charged or fined. That's I don't think so they beautiful. confiscated much. I no. think they only took that one guy's cannabis because he was only slightly over the limit. Wow! It was, and then the next day they they let everybody come back in and continue the cannabis cut. The High Times attorney says that it was it, it all started over a misunderstanding about a permit application filed by the venue to host the event. Hmm. Got you on a <laughs> permit there. <laughs> Didn't dot do you have a your, permit for this? Didn't dot your eyes or yeah? Do you have a cr- permit for this? Your T's? You forgot an initial here, and huh. so here's okay. the police. Like the 500 gram limit under the opium law for licensed vendors. You had opium there. We got to go to the next one, um, dude. Me and you, Amsterdam, High Times, 25th. I don't think they have opium there. I think that that's the name of the law that they the opium law. I think it's like the law that restricts how much drug that you can have. Right, 500 grams. See. Sometimes I do know what I'm talking about. Sounds good. <laughs> On occasion. <laughs> On occasion. Most of the time, I'd say. And not, I, maybe. I am pretty good at saying that I don't know. 75% hit ratio in this cold read. This cold read environment. 
All right. Well, anything else? What do you want us to give away? A pipe? Bong? Um, yeah. But you got to suggest something so I know what to get or yeah. whatever so we can give it away. Well, give it um, away. Give it away now. Maybe uh, they'll just vaporizer, make Vaporizer, uh, pipe. A water pipe or a bong. Do you know why you can't say bong in a head shop? Because of Tommy Chong. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. That's as good a reason as anybody else's. Really? Because like, I don't know. I assume because instantly that turns all of the water pipes into drug paraphernalia, and that's illegal to sell. But it's So not. if I started calling cocaine cat fur, sure. like, or- does that change what it is? No. Unless you're actually caught selling bags of cat fur, then <laughs> then I would say so. I um, have to pay a tariff from that or something. Yeah, that's I guess that's I, I I don't know the answer to that question. So if anybody else does, or I, I think that was interesting. That got brought up today in our in our glass shop because somebody was like, "Oh, I can't say bong," and I was like, "Well, you kind of can if you have your card. If you don't, you can. It's up to the person. It's I don't see the police." Getting a recording of you saying bong and arresting you over it. Isn't that, I mean, that's like really splitting hairs. Isn't it? Like calling, I mean, it's not a water pipe. A water pipe is a bubbler to me, I guess. Exactly. It's a a pipe that, you know, a bong is a glass tube. Can I call it a hookah? If it has hoses? Right. Or you can put a coal on it. I, you know okay. what you see what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. why why is it that the name of something makes it legal to sell? This is a steamroller. <laughs> can, can you can sell steamrollers? Right. I can sell hand pipes. Have you ever smoked tobacco out of a steamroller? No, but I have smoked tobacco out of a bong. I used to smoke that flavor f- tobacco out of a hookah. The first time I ever smoked a cigarette was out of a people. bong. Really? Yeah. Somebody tore the filter off, stuck the cigarette oh. into a bong, lit it, and, and you, took a oh. chief off of it. Just gave me chills. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's well, nasty. you know, that's what happens on the west side of Kalispell, Montana. Well. In the alleys. Sometimes. <laughs> Watch out for 15-year-olds smoking cigarettes out of Where are they going to get their pot from, Ian? <laughs> I know, right? Where are the kids going to get their... Probably stealing it from their parents who... I don't know. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com, facebook.com slash hotboxpodcast, and check out the forums, and check out the site, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. If you like you we, like this, we, this where, is where you, you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.